0: Welcome back, everybody, to Cointel Bros. I'm your host, Sun, with my co-host.
1: My name is Zero.
0: <laughs> cool, cool cool,
1: cool, 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 dude. <laughs> cool dude, cool bro shit.
0: So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing Vril, Vril's origins, as well as Orgone, um, which is also known as Life Essence, or Chi, or Prana.
1: I have like 17 AKAs. We got... <laughs> Esoteric energy. We have odic force, um, the vital energy of life. Um, Freud called it libido. That's Mm -hmm. kind of where Freud and Reich split a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mesmer called it animal magnetism. It's also prana, chi, kundalini energy. Mm -hmm. If you want to get into some of the later scientific stuff, people relate it to zero point energy. As well as dark matter or the ether of space. Yes. Um, All this stuff is related or like aura field kind of stuff too. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of a catch all.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned all of those actually. They're very important because um, while they all mean slightly the same thing, um, it's interesting to see like how each culture has like their own take on Mm -hmm. um, sexual energy and like the way it's. Uh, it it produces our reality.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a it's a fun. I didn't realize how universal this was.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Which yeah. I
1: found very interesting mm-hmm. uh, while doing this this research. Mm-hmm. In air quotes.
0: Um, and the reason, well, I'll just get into Vril, I guess, and um, Vril and Orgone from I guess like a uh, stand. If you're standing on the outside looking in, you'd be like, how are these two things related? But mm-hmm. it's actually pretty interesting. So real are this society of just a few people. Um, they started a little bit uh, after World War II. World um, War One. World War One. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, that's what I have there. <laughs> mm-hmm. and wait,
1: wait, wait. Before we get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to just be uh, kind of glossing over this topic. Um, if you're interested in it, please do your own research. Um, you know, figure all this stuff out for yourself. We just want to kind of, this is something we find interesting. So we hope that you will too. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we'll give some sources, I guess at the end, but like with all the topics we're going to be covering or have covered, depending on when this is being listened to. um, Yeah. This is just kind of a little suggestion that maybe you might find this interesting. And Feel free to look up any keywords that we're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, They're all very fascinating and it's a very Mm -hmm. fun little rabbit hole to get into.
0: It is. And it's a rabbit hole of your own history. Mm -hmm. Um, All of this stuff that we're talking about, that we're going to be talking about in every episode, is um, ancestral to everyone listening and speaking. Yeah. But um, thank you for mentioning that. Mm -hmm. So, Vril is this organization who basically uh, studied. tibetan history and teachings of uh the life force and um this society was a secret society and they believed that um there were two suns, Mm -hmm. and their worship consisted mainly of worshiping the black sun Mm -hmm. or sirius the black star um they believed that if you um participated in certain practices, such as human sacrifice, or orgies, or bestiality, uh, things that were, I guess, pretty taboo, still taboo, were taboo, Uh, you could tap into your deos, or a secret creative part, on your insides, and utilize your own orgone, or... Kundalini is a pretty good one. Animal. What, did, what was the other one? Animal.
1: Animal magnetism.
0: Magnetism. That's They're, an interesting one.
1: Yeah. Through like the, the Mesmer. Yes, school of thought.
0: Exactly. Uh, so. So basically it was a secret society who harnessed ancient teachings um, in order to control the world.
1: Yes. Let's back up a minute. They're fucking nerds. They're, they were <laughs> fucking dorks. They were fucking <laughs> nerds. The term Vril comes from the 1871 Edward Bulwer Lytton novel the coming race yes and and have you ever read that book
0: i haven't read it i, I bought it but i didn't read it yet
1: i've read it um cool. a, a brief glossary of it is basically um a dude goes into the hollow earth That's what it was. finds a race of like very advanced humanoids down there and they have this power they have tapped into this power called the vril and through it, they built this whole society, but they can also harness it as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And then the guy comes back up and tries to warn everybody about what's happening with Right,
0: right. So right. they
1: took this concept of this like power that you can harness for either good or evil, decided that it was real. A um, little bit of magical thinking, and they were manifesting mm-hmm. in reality. But um, yeah, the the general terminology of this society that we will later get into was very influential and world history and world politics, um, comes from a fucking fiction novel. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like,
1: most Nazi shit is just nerds taking fiction way too seriously.
0: Yeah, no, actually, and, like, wanting to weaponize it. Mm -hmm. Wanting to weaponize, like, comic books.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, that's so real. Um, And they are super influential. Um, It's interesting you mentioned, like, the hollow earth, right? So a lot of the people who claim to either be a part of real society or um, claim to have met members of the society, claim that they do live under Earth Mm -hmm. and that they are a subterranean species. um, And so many people mention this, so there's some credibility, I believe, in that theory. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we were talking about Hitler last time, and it's interesting how probably Hitler- Friend of the show,
1: friend of the show, Adolf (laughs) Hitler. Yeah, he's a
0: good dude, I love him. Um, (laughs) So, we're going to be mentioning him a lot, unfortunately, because of how influential and big of a name he is. Just a household name still. We're in 2020. Um, So, he uh, visited Vienna, supposedly, Mm -hmm. which is where the Real Society headquarters were. Um, And later, they became Thule Society, but we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that later. And Hitler, also fucking nerd... Super nerd, super, super nerd. dork, super dweeb. He's going to get, get brought
1: up, and all of his boys get brought up all the yeah, time. Yeah, and I've yeah. said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm not yeah. defending Nazism, oh my but
0: God no, <laughs> no, not not not
1: in one bit. But <laughs> the fact that it was state sponsored, like nerd scavenger hunts, yes. and basically just like doing like a choose your own adventure style shit, but mm-hmm. like with fantasy, mm-hmm. is why, unfortunately, the Nazis and A lot of Hitler and his boys are going to get brought up constantly because it's just, it it would have been so much fun, except for all the bad stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly. Like,
0: like if the eugenics.
1: No, I mean, for real. No, honestly, for real. Yeah. Like, if the government, I've said, if the government's like, hey, look, we're going to give you basically like a blank check, and you're going to go to Egypt, and you're going to go hunt for... For the holy grail yeah no one but next flight
0: 100%. they were they were literally paid money to go and scavenge mm-hmm. to look for holy relics the mm-hmm. spear of destiny and the holy grail specifically mm-hmm. because ancient egyptian teachings showed them that if you harness these relics mm-hmm. in a physical sense you could harness their powers in a metaphysical sense and historically these two relics do hold a lot of power
1: 100% 1 million percent yeah it's also uh, the real stuff also comes into a lot of the um like the nazis had a flying saucer mm-hmm. kind of stuff too mm-hmm. and the fool and the real society have a lot to do with like a alleged down uh, downed spacecraft where they reverse engineered it and stuff mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. it's fascinating because you could go to the government and be like hey i found a ufo and i kind of want to figure out how it works and there's like yo here's just money just fucking do it you work for us now i guess mm-hmm. like you know but yeah
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, the Vril also, we're experimenting with advanced technology, Mm -hmm. um, which uh, works together with the theories of Hollow Earth and the species that lie beneath us because Mm -hmm. of the technologies that people have reported them creating Mm -hmm. and using. Um, Oh, I have so much to say. I'm like out of breath already. Okay, so... So what, what were the real doing, right? What were they worshiping? What was the black sun all about? Historically, the sun is has a masculine energy. It is the sun god, um, and you have like the moon goddess, mm-hmm. and they knew that um there was a, they thought that there was a black portal bit behind the sun mm-hmm. and that this portal was also like an inner portal. And you could open both of them simultaneously in order to mm-hmm. be godlike. And that was ultimately their goal to become, or their goals were to purify race, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Eugenics was a big part of their goal, um, as well as World control. It does. It sounds like a crazy sci fi book. What, it is, but it, it, it is, is state
1: sponsored nerd shit <laughs> that got weaponized because they just yeah. read They read into the dumb parts
0: yeah. of
1: cool shit. Yes. 100%.
0: Absolutely. So we go into, okay, the Vril. That was a society, right? Um,
1: now, I guess we should mention also within mm-hmm. the Vril Society that uh, Vril then became Thule or Tula T H U L E. They were instrumental in esoteric Nazism. Yes. Um, a lot of those people then were part of, I'm going to say it wrong, like the Ananarab, Ananarin? The re, it was the esoteric research wing of the Nazi yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. But I don't
0: The speak. NAP or whatever. It was called like the DAP or the NAP. Yeah, sure. whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. I can't mm-hmm. fucking speak German, but it's like Ananarab, Ananarum or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were uh, specifically like the ones who were in like uh, the Indiana Jones movies, basically, mm-hmm. you know, where the Nazis are scouring the earth trying to find all this shit. Um, so, the people who were influenced by this fucking book about people in the hollow earth who have this energy that can do whatever you want, later became super instrumental in Nazi theology.
0: Yeah, so Hitler actually joined in 1919 in the Thule Society. I thought it was Thule this whole time. Well, not a I, 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 I say Thule. Thule? Thule. Yeah. Um,
1: people say Thule, Thule, whatever. Thule. You who know, you yeah, you know what we mean.
0: Yeah, so... Unfortunately, these societies knew a lot about, um, yeah, harnessing your orgone for good or evil. And unfortunately, they used the evil. A lot of their uh, studies were based off of um, Egyptian definitions of orgone. Mm -hmm. So, specifically the Jed, the Egyptians had this festival called Heb Sed, or the um, Set Festival. Mm -hmm. And basically, it was a time where people erected this structure called the Jed, and it eerily looks like. Can you spell like that?
1: Can you spell that so people D-J-E-D. can look it up? D J
0: E D. It is also J E D, or um, you can look up Anunnaki, and that usually pops up with Jed. That'll but be people, another episode. Too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna skim on this, but I'm only mentioning it because of the historical basis. It has um, the Jed is basically an orgone mm-hmm. tool it's an orgone accumulator just like the pyramids i yeah, guess we'll, we'll
1: get into orgone accumulators mm-hmm. and all that stuff a little later on um but i think that i should point out now we've already i mean we're what a 12 minutes in and that's we've said a lot of names yeah, sorry, a lot, a lot of proper names i get
0: too excited about this one no 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 yeah. no, i
1: mean it's, it's very exciting it's very deep if you don't know what any of this stuff is write it down look it up later yes. it is all very fascinating Easily searchable, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a fun day on the couch with a joint.
0: It is, truly.
1: Which is what I did. A little, <laughs> a little inside baseball.
0: Fuck yeah. But please. So I think that this one interests me the most um, for a few reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, because the foundation of America mm-hmm. still strongly recognizes Egyptian structures mm-hmm. as temples of energy accumulation.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that it is important for people to understand their own power. And uh, the Vril and societies kind of kept it hidden intentionally to keep masses pure and um, and they really wanted to purify thoughts and purify race, obviously. Mm-hmm. And actually, the Thule Society, yeah, y'all, please look these words up. Yeah, I, 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 this um, is.
1: There's a lot of a lot of proper nouns in this
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Thule Society was way more into eugenics. That was kind of like their forefront goal, and they were pretty open about it. Whereas the Vril was like. We're a subterranean species with super long hair, and we're not even human, which is <laughs> super weird. A lot
1: of the imagery involved with the Vril peoples are almost the same as like the Nordic alien yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, it will, will come back, it, it'll be brought up time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, that's kind of like, if you want to get like an image of like what they imagine these people to look like, and that ties into a lot of the, the Nazi eugenic blonde hair, blue eyed stuff. Um, yes.
0: yeah, yeah, we're not yeah.
1: going to get into it super hard mm-hmm. today. We will probably have to do, I mean, we should do a multi-part episode if we actually want to get into like theosophy and like all that bullshit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, um, a lot of their race ideas come from theosophical uh ideas uh, to not to overuse that term Mm -hmm. um about race and the lemur the lemurians and the atlanteans and again like i know how weird this sounds you can look all this stuff up Uh, they're called root races there's a whole root race cycle involving like a, a master race coming and then it falls and then another one comes and another one falls And there's a whole, like, continuous, like, endless cycle within, Mm -hmm. like, theosophical thought about these master races and root races. And Mm -hmm. one of the root races were called Aryan, Mm -hmm. not to be confused with the Aryan people of the steppes. Yes. So when we say Aryan in any Nazi context, we're not talking about the actual, like, socio uh I don't know, like, the actual group of people that, are like, are real people. Like, there are actual Aryan people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But with Nazis, it's it's fiction. Nerds, fiction books. So it's not, like, real people. It's this, you know, like, oh. theosophical idea. So a lot of the Nazi eugenics stems from them trying to purify this root race to mm-hmm. set up a new master race. Yes. And either to um, have them transcend humanness or to destroy the world to bring on the next one because in a lot of these like quasi apocalyptic theologies it's always about like burning this down and then the next one's the good one but mm-hmm. we're just kind of stuck in this shitty one now so if we just get this over with then we'll go to heaven because we're ushering in like the gilded age the golden age the you know whatever eon
0: of Horus, age of aquarius mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah there's always this far off like utopian idea that all we got to do is just kind of burn everything
0: down mm-hmm. and
1: then in the ashes we'll regrow some other stuff
0: mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. you're, you're so good at explaining stuff i feel like i'm still y'all I, if
1: you could see right now i'm blushing
0: i know i can <laughs> uh whew, yeah i the way i go about this i guess my mind so i have galaxy brain mm-hmm. as as zero likes to point out
1: yeah it's terminal
0: it is, yeah. I'm dying, y'all. <laughs> it's bad. Um, would it make sense to go into Oregon or to Reich? I kind of want to talk about Reich's involvement um, and I guess how he was influenced by Vril and uh, mm. how he kind of came about life essence. I feel like this
1: you, life essence. you can't really talk about one without talking about the other. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we, yeah. So, we'll... Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. So... We were we we're gonna put Viril down for a second. That was just uh, an intro into this society who kind of popularized um, the idea of eugenics and popularized the idea of how to harness your inner chi, mm-hmm. life essence, etc., etc. Et and again,
1: all these all these words are synonymous in this mm-hmm. context. Obviously, if you get into it, there's a difference between kundalini energy and an aura and Absolutely. chi and yeah. a, a zero point energy. Yes, but. Uh, what to keep in mind when throughout this episode is that this all pertains to this idea that there is an energy that is non-tangible that you can either make tangible or that you can, you can either harness it within yourself to help yourself or through concentration, either scientific uh, means or like uh, esoteric means you can have it manifest in the physical reality Mm -hmm. Um, which we'll get into with Reich more so um, a, a decent distinction between the terms like Vril and organ, which mm-hmm. are you know they're basically the same it's thing it's all
0: about those good vibes <sighs> <laughs> interesting to say that though because mantra means sound mm-hmm. and the vril believed that if you used sound or mantra you could move objects yes, with exactly. your
1: mind <laughs> um of fun uh, aside if uh, moving objects with your mind or moving objects with sound if you look up the coral castle of ed leedskallon i'm pretty sure i didn't say that right most of these things I never have to say out loud because I'm, like, quietly reading them, like, <laughs> yeah. on my phone. Yeah, you know? Know. <laughs> So I'm realizing how dumb and articulate I am when I'm, like, trying to say these big words. But look up uh, the Coral Castle of Edward Leedscallon, who allegedly used sonic principles to create this huge uh, theme park. park-y... <sighs> yeah, um, well, With no tools, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sort of... Uh, it harkens back to the allegations that Solomon's temple was created without tools
0: or Stonehenge, mm-hmm. or the pyramids.
1: Exactly. And yeah. we're, we're, I'll try to
0: also another, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but the,
1: the idea, and we will, we will cover it eventually. The idea yeah. of um, being able to build stuff using sonic principles is mm-hmm. very common in a lot of esoteric, avenues that, yeah. you can, that you can go down. It's a very interesting uh, rabbit hole to go down.
0: It is. I think uh, one of the first rabbit holes that got me into conspiracies and fringe theory in mm-hmm. general um, was knowing that there is a non, I can't, there's an energy field that I cannot see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 100%. Non,
0: not, not, not visual. What am I trying to say? It's invisible. Like, you can't mm-hmm. see it with your two eyes. Yeah, um,
1: intangible, I guess, undetectable. Yeah, undetectable. Things, <laughs> things like that.
0: And then I looked into how the CIA back in the 40s was actually um, taking studies from different scientists and um, about the gateway documents mm-hmm. and the gateway portal,
1: And we'll get into all that and yes, on yes, other, yes, on yes, other yes. episodes 100%. <laughs> like, it,
0: it, but it, yeah. the reason I'm saying that is um, to bring me to Wilhelm Reich and mm-hmm. the CIA. Yep. So... Reich is this super cool dude or super creepy dude, depending on um, how you want to look at him. It kind of goes
1: either way. It does, Um, He was definitely (laughs) a smart dude. Um, You can find people, people are really polarized by him and his work. Um, You will find a lot of new age people who are really fucking down. And you will find a lot of, like, conspiracy people who are really fucking not down.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: so, it really just depends on how you view uh, what later came of his work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the guy's name is Wilhelm Reich, right? And he was a scientist in pre-Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. And he emigrated, right? That's the correct word. He Mm -hmm. came to the United States. And I wrote the year down in 1939. Yes, I was going to say 1940. It was
0: 1939. 1939,
1: he came to the United States um, because of all the Nazi shit going down. And he uh, realized that he didn't want to be a fucking part of it. Mm -hmm. So he came over here. And I don't know what his original... um, Like, how he got really introduced to science.
0: Yeah. Well, he was a psychoanalyst. Mm -hmm. Like, he was an actual doctor working with, like, Freud and other big-name scientists.
1: Yeah. He got kicked out of the Institute of Psychoanalysis. (laughs) Yeah. Because he had fundamental disagreements with Freud's concept of the libido. Yes. Um, And that's something that I I tried so hard. To really figure out what that was. Mm-hmm. And I got dizzy reading all those like very big words.
0: I have one of his books. Yeah. And I've been reading it. And it is very difficult. Yeah. Mostly because it was written in the fucking early 1940s. But...
1: What I could kind of get out of it was essentially that Reich uh, believed that libido was a life affirming force that was being hindered by society. hmm Whereas Freud viewed it as the sex drive mm-hmm. that is being combated by your super ego. Correct. Um, and Reich, I guess, really disagreed with Freud, very vocally disagreed with Freud, yeah. which at the time was a fucking death sentence. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: In the you know, in that whole community, mm-hmm. if you in, in psychological, you know, circles, if you disagree with Freud or Young you were fucked. Mm -hmm. So he kind of got pushed out, um, you know, with that. But also during this time, this is when a lot of modern science was starting to come into being, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so with the rise of molecular biology, um, Reich, who was still really fascinated with this idea of libido, believed that the life force could be physically tangible, Mm -hmm. you know, in in some way um, with all this like new science coming
0: and up. he proved it and he
1: proved it <laughs> allegedly but probably definitely <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah did you really look at uh his like how he came to develop orgone theory
0: because
1: hmm. i tried i really tried well I think the
0: bigger things that I got into was he was also very knowledgeable about the way our uh, firmament or filament worked. Mm-hmm. And he was very anti-government. Mm-hmm. And he was very, like, pretty, pretty openly anti-government. Um, he knew about chemtrails before they were popular mm-hmm. and trendy. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, and he, he created this thing called a cloudbuster.
1: Let's back up before we get to the cloud busting to actually get to how he allegedly uh, harnessed this energy, right?
0: Mm, Okay.
1: So, and I couldn't really find a lot of, like, the developmental, like, history of getting to the accumulators and the cloud busters. Yeah,
0: I get what you're saying, yeah.
1: But um, he allegedly uh, discovered this blue aura that surrounds organic matter Mm -hmm. and you can look up orgone photography and you'll find a bunch of these photos of like plants and animals and landscapes with like this blue mist around it right right and so he he said that the that orgone what he later called it orgone he originally called it bions which he described as self-luminescent subcellular vesicles that were observable in decaying materials and the entire universe. That's a loose quote mm-hmm. that I kind of hodgepodge together. Um, and originally he thought that these things called bions were either radioactive or electrodynamic. Mm-hmm. And then he later concluded that it was this whole other thing completely, and he called it orgon mm-hmm. or orgone. Or well, I, I say orgon, but it's probably orgone. Um, yeah, and then so through that, he was able to figure out a way to harness this and a way to um accumulate it Mm -hmm. through things called organ accumulators which is basically like a big like it looks like a confessional booth almost
0: so this box that he created um was built out of uh, plywood and galvanized steel and Mm -hmm. wool and the reason that those...
1: Steel wool. Steel wool, sorry, yeah. No, no, that's fine.
0: Uh, And the reason he used those is for um, the oscillating polarities Mm -hmm. um, to affect your, whatever's inside that box. Um, He thought that if we were made up of positives and negatives constantly um, oscillating and we have some type of ailment, that means that there's an irregularity or an imbalance of our inner polarity then he could stabilize that by putting someone in a box where Mm -hmm. radiation could not enter or exit. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I don't know how he was introduced to Eastern thought, but he 100% was. Oh, yeah. And so he tried to do a thing that you'll see time and time again with a lot of these esoteric concepts where they try to uh, apply the scientific method to ancient wisdom. Mm -hmm. So he believed that what he discovered was... The kundalini energy was the chi was the life force you know all these principles that come up uh, cross-culturally mm-hmm. you know all throughout history there's always this idea of like what makes us alive mm-hmm. right and that it, it if it's uh, negatively influenced then that's why you're sick if it's positively influenced it's how you get better yeah. um you'll find a lot of like yogi-esque like new age dipshits who yeah really like that aspect of orgone and reich because he was a big proponent of like orgone dilution being why you get sick and you know you can raise your orgone level and get healthy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know so he was really big into a lot of that like spiritual healing type of stuff
0: he was also really in well you can't this goes hand in hand with sexual energy as well Mm -hmm. so
1: I didn't get into his sexual stuff, but apparently he wrote some books about it. Yeah,
0: so The Function of an Orgasm is the book I have, and it's really interesting because he works with people of all ages, Mm -hmm. so he's got a lot of flack for working with children, Mm -hmm. um, and he would work with people with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, Mm -hmm. and he came about it at a very, or he claims to come about it at a very objective standpoint.
1: Yeah, and again, he, it, um, you know, depends on who you...
0: Exactly, what you study, how you study it, what you perceive, how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so one of the bigger ways that he connected um, Eastern methodology with the scientific method of the growing Western thought um, was was through sex energy. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, this person has ED. This person um, is... is <laughs> They thought constantly masturbating, like, 20 times a day was, like, chaotic. Um, he There were a bunch of questions in this book. I wish I had it with me. That was my bad. I can go grab it, but I'm not going to. No, it's fine. Um, and he's like, okay. This
1: Our listeners is, can look it up if they're yes, interested. Yes,
0: please go look up the book. You can get it on Thrift Books or Lulu Books. Um, they're like an, honestly,
1: just Google the name of any book you want to read and true. put PDF behind it, and you will find a fucking PDF.
0: Real, thank you. Yeah, don't don't spend money on these things. No, 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 no. I just like physical copies for note taking. But go to
1: the library also, and look it up, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. try to find a way to print it for free.
0: Amen. Yeah, amen to it's that. It's way cheaper. Free print. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um. So his whole thing was, oh, let me balance your sexual energy. I'm like a scientist, but I'm like a yogi too. Blah crystals. Yeah. He 100% believed that we were crystals. And he was like, oh, how strange. When we have blockages, our orgasms are different, and the way that our energy is dispersed is actually in a loop, Mm -hmm. and it kind of goes back to our genitals rather than going outwards, like out from our ears or out from our hands. Um, So that wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's like trying to picture things. Just
1: like the idea of, like, (laughs)
0: coming out your fingertips or, like, just... That's like that scary movie scene where he's like oh God, with the, peeing from his fingi. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do wanna to touch on the way that our world is being hypersexualized.
1: That but that might is be a bigger topic. A separate topic. Okay. Fair. Um I wanna kinda of wrap up Reich's very shitty biography that we're doing. Um, yeah, we, we I know. I'm messing
0: up. this up. Sorry. i no, we not
1: messing anything up. <laughs> I will say one interesting thing is that his research on sex and w- w- how he viewed sexual energy and this will be a... Sex magic will be a topic in and of itself. Probably one that I choose. Mm-hmm. What he is saying is 100% sex magic. Mm-hmm. And that's M.A., uh, G-I-C-K. Correct. Magic with that a C-K. K. 11th yeah.
0: number. The 11th magical letter. All right. Reel okay. it in. <laughs> I'm here.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, and again, like, we've touched on it before, but all of these fucking things tie into each other. And once you kind of can become, like, literate in conspiracy theory and, like, esoteric thought and stuff like that, you can really find... It's like you know all the picture where the the, the whiteboard with all the pieces of string tied <laughs> together. Like it just goes on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we'll touch later. But if you're familiar with sex magic or the principles of, of sexual magic, um, it is very much tied in with orgone and vril mm-hmm. um, in positive ways and in negative ways, which I don't think we should really get into right now, but just something to maybe look up on your own Mm -hmm. or something to really think about. So when Reich comes to the United States, he really, really, really is going hard as fuck with all this organ stuff. You know, he has these um, accumulators. Um, I think it would be uh, safe to say that he was way bigger in Europe than he ever was in the United States. Mm -hmm. He was taken very seriously in Germany, yes, and in Europe, um, and they use these orgone accumulators to treat people with burns and with um, things like on their skin. Like it was used a lot in experimental medicine, mm-hmm. and it allegedly worked really well. Um, he, Reich claimed that spending thirty minutes to an hour a day in one of these orgone accumulators would raise your vitality levels, would, uh, you know, help with your uh, longevity, you know, give you, like, make you uh, have a healthier sex drive, things Mm -hmm. like that. Like, it it unblocked all your shit, like you were saying, because we're all crystals or whatever the fuck, you know. Um, There are photos you can find online where they had, like, uh, mushroom colonies. Yes. One outside, one inside the accumulator, and uh, allegedly the one that was in the accumulator were bigger. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently there's an experiment that you can do with a deep vacuum tube where if you put that inside an accumulator, it will get a bluish hue and it will charge up or light up or mm-hmm. some bullshit like that. Um, now, within, now this is one of the wilder claims that I found, but it, it still ties into a lot of Reich's stuff, is that since he claimed that it had this blue glow, this blue energy, And it exists in organic matter, and it exists in inorganic matter. And he theorized that it exists on a cosmic scale as well, right? So he thinks that this has something to do with planets and galaxies and the universe and stuff like that. Now, he theorized that there was um, a layer of orgone that surrounded the planet, right? Right. And again, this is a very uh, exciting time in science. And so all these new concepts are coming in and mm-hmm. he's trying to tie it back to his pet theory. So this is a little bit before a lot of high altitude photos. I couldn't find any dates on this to really, you know, substantiate these claims that I found on like some mm-hmm. YouTube videos that I, that I watched. But he, he said that the earth was surrounded by a blue layer of orgone. Right? A blue envelope, as he put it. There's mm-hmm. quotes around envelope um, And he felt that he was proven correct when we had um, high altitude photographs of the atmosphere and there was blue, like the atmosphere's blue, mm-hmm. right? It's safe to assume that he would have thought that the sky is blue because of Oregon. Um, there are later people who are students of Reich who believe that when. You look at a photo of galaxies, there's like a blue halo, as they call it around them, like a blue energy field around them, mm-hmm. and that's Orgon. right? So he tried to really maximize this, like as as far as he could go. And again, I don't know if he was introduced to the hermetic philosophy of as above, so below, or if it's just something that you sort of stumble into. Mm-hmm. A lot of people within these fields just kind of stumble into random other occult esoteric stuff mm-hmm. like how he kind of stumbled into sex magic
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he stumbled
1: into you know harnessing these energies and stuff like that yeah but he starts writing a shit ton of books um he starts the orgone institute in 1942 he published a shit ton of books yeah he did like so much stuff and eventually our boys in the fda caught up with him
0: Interestingly, he didn't publish a lot of them until after he died. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't do it, but his friends, he said.
1: His ghost did. His, his, his spirit, spirit came ghost. back. Yeah. yeah. His force so ghost.
0: In the book that I have now, he was like. Also, Orgon's kind of like uh, Star Wars.
1: I know that you want to do a whole thing on Star Wars because it just <laughs> drives <laughs> it's you. It's
0: too much. Yeah.
1: Um, but um, think of it as the Force also. Yeah. I never thought about it until right now, really. Orgon's kind of like the Force.
0: It is. Yeah. It's
1: around. You can harness it to do whatever Jed, Jedi. Sorry. No. We're
0: no, but the reason I said that it was um, a lot of his stuff wasn't released until after, because mm-hmm. he wasn't taken that seriously no. um, until after the Institute was established.
1: Yeah. Can- and um, Well, yeah, there's the Oregon Institute, 1942, mm-hmm. which I think kind of tapered off after he died. Mm-hmm. But the FDA started fucking with him and one of his buddies, uh, one of his main collaborators. Yeah. And they ended up actually arresting him. Um, and charging him with a very obscure it was like a copyright law or um... yeah
0: this is actually after the invention of the cloudbuster. buster mm-hmm. um and the reason it is is uh some farmers were having troubles with rains yeah and he came and he built a Cloudbuster for them claiming that if he could manipulate the organ of the universe mm-hmm. um, it would rain and it did and yeah. then they came and they're like excuse me Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, I wanted to do a lot of the, uh, not a lot of the. I wanted to get into the orgone stuff a little later, but we can do that now, I guess. So he developed machines that run on orgone energy. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, there are YouTube video. There are YouTube videos of rotating mechanisms and these engines that the people who posted the videos claim mm-hmm. are run by orgone energy. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, he was able to power small motors based on like charged batteries from orgone accumulation mm-hmm. or something like that. But he also developed this thing called uh, Cloud Buster, right? Mm-hmm. Which was also a Kate Bush song.
0: And that Kate Bush song, if you do look it up, has many occult symbols.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yes. it's, it, it was written for him or for his son or some bullshit. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that later too, like the pop Yeah, we can. I was just trying
0: to relate to your FDA, but no, no, yeah, no, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Um. So while we're on it, why don't you get into uh, Cloud Buster? Yeah.
0: Okay. So I know
1: that's one of the things that you've been like.
0: it's itching over here (laughs) fucking tick so this cloudbuster, um you can look up videos online on how to make one Mm -hmm. um i have attempted um but i have no money (laughs) but i'm broke (laughs) oh our patron um so it's basically um, uh
1: what is what is it
0: so a cloudbuster is a machine that runs off of energized crystals mm-hmm. and um,
1: organite, perhaps.
0: Yeah, or organite. I didn't look into and organite
1: because that was way too hippy dippy for me.
0: It's a lot. It's a I know. So
1: <sighs> whatever cloudbusters we're, we're doing. Cloudbusters. It's the same thing though. Yeah. So
0: cloudbusters are related to organite. Mm-hmm. Organite or crystals, mm-hmm. um, specifically quartz or. Um, selenium i think you could use it's, it's hippy dippy bullshit yeah, i know that's that's zeros this is not zeroes territory. farther than i can go <laughs> in that, in that bullshit. uh you basically take a couple of uh copper tubes
1: mm-hmm.
0: um there's photos of them
1: They're, they yeah. look they look like anti-aircraft machine yeah they look they like, do. like anti-aircraft guns yes the photos that i saw were just the huge tubes yeah,
0: yeah 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 they
1: they look like they look like weaponry
0: they do look like weaponry but that's why reich was so because cool, in my opinion, because he did it for good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And he, um, a lot of his information was actually readily accessible and available mm-hmm. to masses.
1: Yep. Um,
0: uh, what is it, what we're does it What does it do? Yeah. What
1: does a cloud buster do?
0: So the cloud buster, the way he used it, manipulated the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he was like, oh, how strange. Uh, there's orgone that surrounds, envelops our uh, cosmos. Mm-hmm. And he knew that if he could manipulate the energy in the air, he could manipulate the weather as mm-hmm. well.
1: So and he, we'll get into weather manipulation as its own topic. Oh, because um, it is very fascinating and very deep. But yeah.
0: Um, okay, so this cloudbuster that he created was for a friend on a farm. This farmer was like, Yo, I haven't had any rains. I don't know what's up. I know that you're like a hippie dippy scientist. Help me out. And so Reich was Help like, Help me out. Yo, are you that man? And Reich was like, Okay, brother, I got you. And so he built this copper, he had a bunch of copper tubes. He mm-hmm. put them in a bucket. I'm going to do the simplified version because these are the ones that you can make at home. Um, And he uh, had a resin base in order for these copper tubes to uh, stick in. Mm -hmm. Um, There were metallic shards, usually of copper or titanium, I believe, or silver. I do not know. Um, I know th- that
1: a lot of the organ stuff has to deal with alternating layers of insulators and conductors.
0: Correct. Positives and negatives. Because mm-hmm. if you can create an oscillating polarity in something tiny, you can uh, make that react with something macroscopic 100%. as well. 100%. Yeah.
1: Allegedly. Yeah. I don't know science.
0: I do. And I that's
1: fucking don't. I wish I paid attention to that shit.
0: <laughs> so, that's, uh, that's interest- it's interesting to side point. I will not touch on this long. Um, the Hadron Colliders look very much like mm-hmm. Cloudbusters, yep. which you're like, hmm, makes you think. Look that up.
1: Cloud- and again, little breather break. Mm-hmm. Lots of concepts we just threw at you again. This little intermission we'll have to <laughs> do in all these little things. Look all this stuff up if you get confused or you get lost. We yeah. promise that they're all connected. Yeah. Like, we're trying to not go on a lot of tangents. One of us does more than the other one. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you're confused, if you think this is kind of weird sounding, Take a moment and look up some of these terms. Yeah, um, it, you can find a lot of stuff very quickly.
0: I will learn. I will learn how to harness my excitement, y'all. I'm learning. <laughs> Thank fine. you for bearing no, with fine. me. Short answer: A cloudbuster is a device simply created to manipulate the energy in the air to change the weather. Mm-hmm.
1: It is a weather-changing <laughs> device. Yeah. And he was very open about this technology. He was very vocal about all of his stuff. Again, in Europe, you will find a lot more of his supporters. One of the guys who touches on orgone and orgone accumulators, and I didn't think to write his name down because I didn't really care at the time, is quoted as saying that not using an orgone accumulator uh, to help people with like burns and stuff is medical malpractice because it Mm -hmm. works so well. Yeah. Um, So a lot of people really were behind this, and there are allegedly very tangible, you know, examples of the stuff working. So Reich, you know, developed free energy that he, um, you know, his followers say wanted to be readily available. Mm -hmm. This, you know, can also be tied into a lot of the Tesla stuff where he also had free energy and immediately got shut down by the people who were paying for him. I believe it was JP Morgan was his main backer. But it might not have been. It might hmm, have been I didn't Edison. I did Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikola's, like, money daddy was one oh, of... Oh, Tesla's.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. Morgan. Yes, yeah. Was, yes, Yeah,
1: and then Morgan shut him the fuck down when he was like, I'm going to give everyone free energy. And he's he like,
0: nah,
1: you're fucking not, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of the same thing with Reich. He's saying that, like, you can use this stuff to heal yourself. You can use this shit as free energy. Like, this is so readily available, I can show you guys how to harness it, it can improve your quality of life tenfold. and corporate America was like, uh, we're going to put the kibosh on that real fucking mm-hmm, quick. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the FDA caught up with him and arrested him on some really weird statute involving, uh, I think, copywriting, but it might have been some sort of labeling. They basically locked him up for uh, false claims. Yes. They said that, you know, his stuff was that he was a liar, that his stuff wasn't real, so they arrested him, they banned the circulation of his books yep. and there were massive uh, book burning events of his stuff in America. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that spread to Europe because you can still find a lot of people who are really fucking in him over there mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. allegedly but um, you know they got rid of all they tried to stomp him out they tried to fucking erase him and he ended up dying in prison in 1957. And then the other, his buddy, who they also arrested, uh, killed himself right after he got out of jail. Air quotes on killed himself. He was definitely suicided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and then, so that's kind of the end of him. His legacy did live on. Um, In 1982, the Institute of Organomic Science, again, I read it, I never have to say it out loud, Mm Was created, um, that's the leading source in America of, like, Wilhelm Reich and Oregon. Yep. Theory, they have talks, videos, uh, books. It's all online. I checked to see if they have a website, and they actually do. So, mm-hmm. if that is something you want to get into, if you're going to buy anything about this dude, at least buy it from the fucking Institute. You yeah. Know, don't support Amazon or whatever. I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically him, you know, the daddy of Oregon.
0: Daddy Oregon. You know. R.A.P.
1: Yeah. Um, But uh, there's other stuff that you want to get into, right? We still got a little bit of time left if you want to. We got like 15 minutes. I
0: I mostly. So the things I wanted to touch on were, yeah, the CIA and the FDA. Mm -hmm.
1: um, They came after him hard.
0: Consistently coming after people who have cures for ailments in a very accessible and inexpensive way that mm-hmm. harnesses the power of nature mm-hmm. it is it's it's difficult to talk about this and not touch on hippie dippy bullshit because mm-hmm. it's just i don't want to give hippie dippies like credit <laughs> but like damn like
1: it goes crystals hand, work it, it goes hand in hand it and, does you know. um,
0: i also wanted to yeah touch on things um please look up the function of an orgasm it's very difficult to to comprehend because of the way it's written and like when it was written, um, he he talks a lot about sex economy um, and just kind of like the liberation of talking about sex without it having this stigmatization around it. Um, he thought that the reason people were so unhealthy and had ailments um, always tied back to people's sexual history and uh, the way that it was. How they were traumatized mm-hmm. or if there was like a blockage or if if you're little and you're masturbating, like you you don't know that that's wrong. But if mm-hmm. you're going to get reprimanded for that, you're going to hold on to that and then later in life hold some type of guilt or shame for that. And he thought, okay, well, if I normalize it in an objective conversational mm-hmm. way, we could heal people. You
1: will find this time and time again with free thinking people or progressive people that the puritanical roots of America rears its ugly head and will cut you the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And during the time of his trial and his incarceration, his work on sex mm-hmm. was used to vilify him heavily. Yeah. He was called like a quack and a pedophile. And a pedophile. Like yeah. all of these different, these different things were really thrown at him um, based on his work with sex. Mm-hmm. Um, It was really used to vilify him and to discredit him. Um, He, I was really uh, surprised at how kind of jack of all trades ish he was because you have someone who is who I had known in this context of like, I guess, like a hard science, like Oregon, like the, the free energy stuff and the weather manipulation stuff. Right. But then you you see that his history is psychology, and then he kind of makes that transference over. But he's still very involved in psychological, you know, thought, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, like dealing with psychology and stuff. So he was he was way more of like this very smart man than I realized he was. You know, yeah. and you'll find people like his students who call him like uh, you know a genius on the level of Tesla and all that stuff. And I guess you can make the argument. Yeah, I don't know if I really would agree with that. But again, that doesn't really matter here or there. But I was really impressed with how vast his like expertise was, Mm -hmm. you know. And it was it was really impressive. But unfortunately, when you start to say stuff that is in direct conflict with the American government and American financial institutions, they will bring up anything to discredit you, and that's really what they did. To him and his partner as well.
0: It's the equivalent of like putting kitty porn on someone's computer mm-hmm. and being like, look what you did. It's like, I didn't. You put it there, FBI. Because yeah. I was on the brink of helping humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On a macroscopic scale. I hope I can do this correctly. Um, we see that we are currently in the age of a, of a bigger push. There is an agenda mm-hmm. about us. Um, we're seeing it in trends. We're seeing it kind of everywhere. But there's um, this putrefication process that we are subconsciously a part of right now um, as a society. And I think one of the bigger reasons that his works um, were stolen was so that they could be used against us. Um, orgone or sex magic or sexual energy can... Once again, y'all look into this yourself. I believe it to be one of the greatest powers ever. And if harnessed correctly, you can control your own will or reality. Mm-hmm. And Reich kind of knew that too. I'm pretty sure that's why he was killed. Yeah. By, by money grabbers that also knew that this was 100%. true.
1: 100%. <laughs> you know, you um, I've said it a million times. You, yeah. You, you get into these people who start trying to help people kind of liberate themselves mm-hmm. from... This current version of reality, whatever you want to call yeah. it. And they get stomped the fuck out. You know, they yeah. get discredited, they get arrested for weird, obscure things, they get cancelled, they get all of these things, you yeah. know, because they're going against really cultural and financial exactly. you know, interests of the powers that be. Yeah. The people who really sit, you know, behind the throne.
0: Yeah, you know? and the powers that be that are sitting behind the throne. Um, very much uh, play a part in the alchemical process, mm-hmm. and a part of this alchemical process is putrefication. So, um, breaking apart, breaking down, and coming back together. Mm-hmm. In the age of the age of uh, Aquarius, mm-hmm. um, and I think that a lot of his works have been used to hyper perverse us rather than heal us.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah. That's, um, it. that's my. Yeah. So, uh, what. If you had one takeaway from this, <laughs> I would want it to be that you sort of realize that there is a theory that there is this uh, like universal energy that could be harnessed. You know, that's kind of the the big takeaway for me from all of this stuff is yeah. that you can either look at it as something that is internal and can help with your health, it can help with your mood, it can help with your sex life. Through meditation, you can look up uh, you know, different types of orgone accumulating uh, meditation stuff. There were so many playlists on YouTube that oh. I almost clicked on, but it didn't feel like it. <laughs> Honestly, I like wasn't Same. in the mood to have my my orgone levels risen at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then there's also this free energy that allegedly can be used, you know, to power machinery. Or to manipulate the weather. Um, You know, and I, you know, at the end of these episodes, I kind of wanted to do a like, so do you think this is real? Do you think it's bullshit type of thing? You You know know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: And I think that this is real enough. I think the baseline of it is real. There more than likely is some sort of universal energy current flowing through. Call it zero point energy or... People tie it into dark matter, whatever the fuck. Like, there's more than likely something like that going on, Mm -hmm. you know? And through looking at a lot of this stuff over the years, I'm pretty convinced that there is a way to harness that free energy to power machines and charge batteries and stuff, you know? And I think that this stuff is being suppressed by um, energy corporations. Um, Within the meditative stuff, I also think that that is real to an extent. Mm -hmm. I don't really think that that can be really contested that much. If you do meditate, you know, positive thoughts, good vibes, all that shit, it does affect your mood. It affects your sex drive. It can affect how you perceive things around you that make your day better. So I think there is a lot of validity to orgone theory, Mm -hmm. but it's a slippery slope in that, you know, if you get too into it, then you're like moving to Montana and hanging out with some dude who wears all white and has it's like a, a long beard and he's just like, Sells yeah, sits with his legs crossed and doesn't wear fucking shoes like that kind Ever. of shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, so like, <laughs> but I, I do think that this has some validity to it. Um, what do you think?
0: Yeah. Um, y'all know what I'm going to say. I'm all in it. I'm all for this. I've built organ accumulators before.
1: I've never done that. One of the first conversations we had was about building an organ accumulator.
0: We should do it over the summer. They're really easy to build. They're super inexpensive. And once again, they're still very accessible. Mm-hmm. And they work. They mm-hmm. do. Um, you sleep better. I think uh, there's a website called like organite.com. There's so <laughs> there's many. So many. There's and that's so another many. thing, y'all. Don't, don't buy a $500 no, organ no, accumulators. No. Please don't around. spend money on something that... It's bigger than that. And Reich knew that, which is why he wasn't a sellout, Um, which is why I think this is valid. A lot of the way, one of the bigger ways that I um, use to discern what is valid and not valid is how are people profiting Mm -hmm. and are people trying to profit? If they're not trying to profit and they're just trying to help people because they know what's up, I'm going to believe you. And I do. I believe this homie. (laughs)
1: If you look this stuff up, you will immediately find people who are selling, like, organite. And we didn't really get into organite because I don't fucking get it. But it's it's concentrated metals that are supposedly conductors of orgone energy. Mm-hmm. And you wear them as, like, necklaces or rings, and it's supposed to raise your vibration. Pe- yeah,
0: people bury them under, like, EMF sites as well. Or, mm-hmm. like, um, 5G towers or any yeah, yeah. type of tower like that.
1: Yeah. But you... Yeah, you can get into that shit if you want. That's too fucking...
0: Hippie involved. nonsense
1: for me. And it's just, I don't fucking you give much validity to that shit. And if you do, that's fucking dope. I would just say, don't spend $35 on a fucking orgone necklace you find don't, online. Don't do Go that. Go to fucking Home Depot and make your own.
0: Make your own. Like, make do, your own DIY. and
1: you will feel more satisfied in doing it. You'll mm-hmm. be more involved in the process. Mm-hmm. If you do think that that is a real thing... It's probably going to be more charged if you make it and it'll be like bonded to you in some yeah, way. Yeah, because like, if
0: you believe in what we're talking about, you, you also believe in the thought of prayer, the thought of thought, and the thought of word. Mm-hmm. And if you put your energy and good vibes into <laughs> something. <laughs> I just say it to annoy you. Um, <laughs> if you put your positivity into something, you know, we can talk about those experiments at another we'll, time. Do that um, I also, uh, we didn't touch on this, and I'm not going to touch on it very long. But look up EG and G they were the company that was BG&E. before BGE was BGE and they actually conducted a lot of experiments on many people and received lots of funding from DARPA and the CIA um, to conduct experiments on just neighbors uh, neighborhoods mostly of like POC and like lower income neighborhoods yeah you don't um, ever do
1: that on like well-to-do white people it's always
0: it's, it's, it's always
1: you know, poor brown it's a people.
0: eugenics program still <laughs> that's like what's going on still yeah, but um, yeah just look that up it, it plays into this and um, I want people to know how accessible and readily um, just how easy it is to get this information um,
1: please look this up on your own if it's interesting yeah
0: you. exactly we're not
1: teachers we're just trying to get you interested in something that we're interested in yeah you know um, so that's pretty much it for this episode um uh, so we're still in the process of getting stuff up and going at the time of this recording, but keep an eye out for us on Patreon. We will eventually have a site up. Um, by the time this goes out, there will be one. But as at the time of this recording, we don't have it really set up yet, but we will.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if you uh, are into this, please at least give us a subscribe, give us a five-star review that will help us get our name out there. That yeah. will help us a lot in the long run. Even if you don't fuck with us, at least give us a fucking,
0: give us some input,
1: you know, yes, you know, uh, please. let us know
0: what's up, how you want to contribute or how we can do better.
1: We will have upon publication time. We will post an email address that we will have and things like that. We would love people to get a hold of us, tell us what they like, what they don't like. Um, Maybe suggestions for episodes, although that may be tied in with some Patreon type of stuff. But yeah, we are trying to do this for real. Um, You know, we're researching this stuff and it takes time and effort. Mm -hmm. And if we can be compensated for our time, then that would not only validate what we're doing, but it would make it possible for us to focus more on this. You know, and we will be having a small little team of people who have expressed interest in helping us out um, in their areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. And as of now and for the foreseeable future, that will be pro bono. But eventually we would like to compensate our friends Mm -hmm. um, and kind of get people off of the wage slave system. Amen. So, you know, it would mean a lot to us if you at least gave us a... A nice review or a subscription, you know, and then eventually we'll get sponsors and we'll be selling like boner pills and mattresses. Yeah, and stuff.
0: fuck yeah, bro. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, dude.
1: yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.